Welcome to Cinematically Christian. This is our eighth episode, and we will be covering the life of Pi. That's like, that was a really good movie. That was a really good I movie. I love. When was the last time you watched it? You said when it came out. So it was like twelve, two thousand twelve. Yeah. yeah how old? Five. Twenty-one. You were not twenty-one years old. No, no, it's, oh, it's serious. Twenty-one. Okay. And then so one. 31, 29, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Nine years ago. 15 minus 9. That was 9. 5. Six. Six years I was, I'm sorry. Can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because you were watching and you were like, I forgot how deep this movie is. It's very deep. It is very deep. And it won. I don't know how many hours it won. I watched about three times. I. You watched it three times? This is my first time seeing it. Mine too. It was pretty good. It was really good. It's not what I was expecting. It's not what I was expecting. Whoa, I was expecting more of like him being at sea for the yeah. most of the movie. I, was, I don't know. Because of the, you know, the animal and the kid. I was thinking mm. more Jungle Book. Yeah. yeah. There were definitely okay. some scenes where I was like, okay. Maybe, maybe okay. I wasn't expecting more Jungle Book, okay. but I was expecting but, like, like. I was thinking more like. Yeah, like. Childlike. Like. Childlike plot. Okay. I mean, it is PG, so. Yeah, but like the whole. There's a deeper. Yeah. Like meaning in it. So one what I found like four Academy Awards. It won best visual effects, best original music score, best director, and best cinematography. And I agree with this. I mean, the music score maybe you pay attention to it. Yeah, maybe not the music, but the definitely the visual effects. Yeah, that one was really good. The well scene with a bunch of jellyfish on the island. Well, not only that, but even when he wakes up in the morning and there's like the sunrise and everything. Because for being a movie that takes place out at sea, it didn't make it feel like it was just behind your screen. It didn't make you seasick or anything. Yeah. Well, it made me feel seasick at the points where it was like, okay, seasickness is coming. I didn't feel so much seasickness. I just felt, uh, I don't know. I was expecting the movie to be more at, at sea. I wasn't okay, expecting, yeah. like, all these flashbacks and, yeah. like, for him to be telling a story like yeah, he was, true. you know? Yeah. Like, I like the flashbacks and the coming in and out. Yeah, I dig them. But, mm-hmm. like, if you watch the trailer, it's mostly at him sea. at sea. Yeah. yeah. With the tiger. I feel like that's where they get you. Because they go, okay, mm. it's not a story of him at sea. It's a story of how he went. He was there and he has a life now. So life of pie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought that the title meant something? Yeah. That's crazy. Um So we see that like in the intro, you know, he's describing basically his childhood and he becomes fond of Hinduism. His father's kind of like a skeptic of Hinduism and the Hindu Hindu Hinduism? Yeah. Is that Is it Hinduism? Okay. Um, and then he comes to he, Catholicism through a priest, through, through a, priest. a priest. Um, he doesn't he goes back to him multiple times. Right. And he doesn't he really, the, yeah, he can't grasp the thought of like Jesus dying, the sacrifice of innocent for those that are guilty. He yeah. just couldn't sacrifice. He couldn't like sacrifice his own, I guess, like human nature of like understanding that. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to Islam. So we see that there's like three main religions. I think his dad says something very important. He says, and "If you uh, keep this up and you try and keep searching for religions, you'll be living off of holidays." Yeah, yeah he funny. says that. That, that was, was funny. Good. That one was good. And then also he says, "If you live, if you believe in all these religions, then in fact you believe in nothing." 
mountains deep. That's yeah. very deep. And I think it's a big thing that um, Christianity is kind of exclusive. Christ is kind of exclusive. Yeah. He doesn't, like, include everybody into mm-hmm. the religion. I think that... Well, not the religion, but, like, how life was intended. Mm-hmm. Like, it can only be one it way. It can or, intersect. Yeah, it can't be that we're living life for Allah and we're also living life for... Man, I can't remember any of the Hindu gods. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it can't millions, be that. Millions, right? 33 million. I mean, they believe everything is a god. So. Yeah. Yeah, like it can't be all these things. It has to be either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jesus says that in John fourteen six, where he says like, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me." Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's pretty clear that he's saying like, "It's me or it's no. It's my, like Jesus is the one that who invented. It's my way or the highway." <laughs> like and so um i think it's important that we kind of distinguish that because mm-hmm. he kind of seems confused as a kid yeah i mean if he has dissecting three different religions yeah, yeah if i was eight years old and going through that yeah. i don't know what i do i'm still confused but after the Bible. when he tries to go Feel through that. he tries to walk and meet richard parker on his own mm. with his older brother richard parker <laughs> Which is such a funny name for a tiger. It was a clerical error. It was a clerical error. It was a clerical error. But after his father introduces him how life is in the eye of a tiger, Mm. of how he's willing to attack anything for his own survival, Mm -hmm. his perception of the three religions completely changes. Mm -hmm. Because after that, he says that whenever he would go to school, it was just fractions, geography. He was like bored of it. Science. He didn't really find any meaning in life. Right. Because he found that everything that happened, it was just for the use of survival. Mm. And he didn't really, like, actually believe there was a god anymore. Or any god. And he believes in multiple ones before. So I feel like he went through life yeah. differently after that. Yeah. I can see that. I think that uh, a lot of the times, you know, he kind of wants to trust the tiger. Yeah. Even though, that, like, Everybody's telling him, like, no, there's no way. Yeah. Like, this is an animal that doesn't care for your well-being. He it says he saw care. something different in his eyes. He said he, he saw a soul in his eyes. Yeah, he saw a yeah, soul. Yeah, he's like, no, this is, this is different. And I think that, um, I mean, we've talked about it before, like, that childlike faith that Jesus talks about. You know, that, like, yeah. innocent, joyful, kind of just, like, pure, trusting faith. Um, kind of naive, too, like, he in some way. He was in the beginning of the story when mm-hmm. he was at sea. Yeah. It kind of comes back to him. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, I think, yes, we're supposed to, like, have wisdom and discern, like, what is good for us and what is, like, not. But also that I think we're supposed to take, like, jumps in faith. And I think that he really presented that when he wants to kind of form a relationship with a tiger. And, like, later in the movie, we see that, like, it's important for him to, mm-hmm. it's dependent on his life yeah. for him yeah. to de- develop this relationship with the tiger. I think it's what actually just lets him survive mm-hmm. his relationship with the tiger. Yeah. And that's why he was so hurt in the end when the tiger just leaves him. Mm-hmm. He just thought that back. they had a relationship. And yeah. thought that, like, what he saw was more than just, like, an animal or his soul reflecting. Yeah. Off of his eyes. Do y'all think that animals have souls? Yeah. Like, I find it hard to believe, but I don't know. I feel like just, like, there's glimpses where it makes me question it yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that in New Heaven, New Earth, it's pretty clear that like we're gonna be in the Garden of some some place that's like the Garden of Eden, right. of Eden, and that we're not gonna be able to sin or anything like that. So I think that like there are gonna be animals and we're gonna be able to work and there's gonna be plants and everything like that. Does that mean that my like dog hunter is gonna be there? I don't yeah. know. You know? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, in our first podcast, we talked about the meaning of soul and how, mm-hmm. like, it's, mean, it's named nephish. And in the Old Testament, it does refer that animals do have nephishes. But that's um, because of the... Or that's referring to their whole body, as we referred to in the first podcast. It's not referring to the their spiritual being that mm-hmm. goes on to earth after they die. And nowhere in the Bible doesn't mention that animals do go to heaven after. Right. They mention like, like they 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 sing for them or something like that. They what? Like every animal has like a, like, worships him in their own way. What is that? Um, well, all creation. Okay. All creation is groaning, is what the Bible says, um, and it also says that all creation is affected by sin, so I think that's why it's groaning, because like, mm-hmm. all creation is kind of. Like, it knows... I don't know. It's a weird thing, dude. It's really weird to think about that, like, um, all creation would have, like, this idea that, like, there's something more. Yeah. So like, dogs know that there's a god out there. Yeah, it's weird to think about because it says all creation is groaning. And, like, when you're groaning, you're, like, kind of just, like, wanting... Right, yeah. Satisfaction, like, wanting something more. That's wild. Man, I don't know a lot about Hinduism, but I do know, like, a lot about Islam as religion. And, like, Catholicism, yeah, like, I know that that was one of the religions that he came upon. I think in, like, Catholicism, a lot of the times it gets caught up in, like, these rituals and acts yeah. that isn't really more focused. They get, they get caught up in the acts and the religion. Yeah. Right, in the religion aspect rather than, like, the relationship and, like, the intention of how life was supposed to be mm-hmm. through Christ um, and through God and us sharing like his glory or us being able to like partake in his glory. Um, so I, I do know like Catholicism, they tend to get caught up in the laws, but like Islam, I mean, that was founded by Muhammad and I think it was founded like some couple, several hundred years after Jesus lived. And Muhammad basically said, like, no, I've had this revelation, like, the angel Gabriel came to me, and I had this revelation, and it's something we haven't interpreted correctly. But now I have the correct interpretation. Um, Obviously, they don't believe in, like, the Holy Trinity. They just believe in Allah. Um, So, it's kind of, I mean, the Bible was written, what? Three thousand, four thousand years ago, something yeah, around there. Something like that. And Muhammad comes out years after all this is completed, and he's like, "No, nah, it's wrong. Like, it has to be something else." It's kind of, and they also don't believe Jesus is God. They believe he was like a great prophet. prophet yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus, I mean, if Jesus wasn't God, then we we have no atonement for our sins. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big part of it. I don't know a lot about Hinduism. Do you guys know anything about? That's the one with karma, right? Yes, oh, they yeah, do believe in karma. Like the way, 
it works is that they believe that acts get them to like heaven. Okay. They believe in reincarnation, I think. So yes, I think like, yes, they do. In India, they have like a class system. Mm-hmm. I think it's like yeah. Untouchable. Cast, yeah. And then I don't know the scale, but it's like untouchable. Yeah, yeah. Like four more. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts at untouchables, and if you have good like. Karma, but you're also born into it. Yeah. You are you're born into the caste system. And like, if you like, if you had a good life, you'd get to the, like, to the next class, basically. And yeah. Your goal is to reach Buddha, I think. Right? Is- I think it's like a, it's sort of like Buddhism. It's yeah, it's sort of like Buddhism in the point of like Buddhists believe you're supposed to get to this point where you're so enlightened that you have no more worry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Hinduism says like your heart is supposed to be as light as a feather. And that's when you get to kind of like inherit that's Egypt. That's Egypt, man. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I wanted to point out like Christianity, even like in Catholicism, I believe that there are Catholic brothers and sisters out there that like truly know the gospel and believe it mm-hmm. um, and don't get lost in the acts of religion just to do it. Um, but within there, it's not based upon like our own works or like our own... Uh, deeds. deeds but rather it's based on the grace and mercy upon god and it's based on the sacrifice that christ gave and that kind of sucks um <laughs> i think uh when was it did we do anything what did we do today was it today no went to the gym no it wasn't today it was yesterday i was in bruce's bible study and uh they said, like, how is it so freeing knowing that, like, nothing you do affects your salvation? And I was thinking, man, yeah, it is freeing. But also, like, how is it so, like, annoying that nothing I can do affects my salvation? Because I'm just supposed to accept this free gift. I'm just supposed to know I'm not good enough and know that Christ has done everything. And I just need to trust in that. Like, that's that's very difficult at times. Mm-hmm. And so I was even thinking about yeah. that. I think I had a hard time with it because he had grown up thinking that he had to do all these things for mm-hmm. every god. Yeah. And he goes, how, like, why am I worthy of this? Like, how am yeah. I going to be saved by this god who was free of sin? Uh-huh. And essentially, like, me as a sinner. He goes, even at eight years old, every single thought he had about, like, you know, he would, he had a hard time trusting his dad. So I was like, him at eight years old, he had a hard time understanding that. So yeah. Coming across from the information which from the priest, he found hard. There's this band that we all like called Hotel Books, and then they <laughs> say is that I believe in a God who doesn't believe in me. Mm. And I feel like that really hurts a lot because like, it's so true because like, you know, like, I want to do good, and I want to be able to serve mm-hmm. God, and I want to be able to, like, please Him, but, like, there's just nothing that I can do, and that hurts a lot. hmm Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that we can... <laughs> it sucks. It, yeah, like, it sucks. at points, it sucks, because I want to, like, die and go to Him and be like, no, 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 I did this, so you, 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 you owe me this. Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah. did, I need to get this. And yet, he's sitting here, and he's like, None, nothing you did means anything like yeah. you are so like our most righteous acts are compared are, to dirty rats yeah yeah and that's just wild he's like you 
I'm thinking of in numbers. I think it's like numbers 21, numbers 22. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the serpent, and God sends these snakes upon the Israelites, and they're biting them, and like mm-hmm. they're dying and everything. Yeah. And God says to Aaron, uh, "Make a serpent out of bronze." And he's like, "And when the Israelites look upon the serpent, they're going to be healed and they're going to be saved." And uh, Jesus compares himself to that serpent, and basically Jesus is saying. Just as the serpent was lifted up, so the Son of Man will also be lifted up. And he's saying, all you have to do is look at me, put your faith in me, mm-hmm. and you will be healed from death. And that's so difficult at times. Yeah. Like, I think the Bible says, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> we haven't seen Jesus. We didn't walk with him. We haven't seen God. Um, I mean, there's times in our life where, like, we've seen him working yeah. and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, physically, exactly. It's very difficult. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to touch on how, I mean, Christianity really stands out from every other religion. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that we can do. It's a free gift that God has offered us. It's by grace. Grace is something that's been given to us that we don't deserve. And, uh, there's a quote, Ephesians 2, 8, that says, For by grace you have been saved by faith. Mm. It is not your own doing, it is a gift of God. Yeah. It's by grace alone and faith alone. Mm-hmm. That's probably... The toughest thing to grasp. It's definitely the hardest thing to grasp. As human Cause beings. Because sometimes know. you go, I'm undeserving. Right. And he knows you are. But yet, he gives He still gives it. Yeah. And he's still like, no. He like you are mine, you are my child, yeah. and you're seeing it, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. And then you, you kind of grow with the guilt of like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to keep pouring it out because if not, it's just like, it consumes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you yeah. don't share it, it's just like, then what's the point of living life as a human, as a Christian, if it's not to share it? Yeah. Well, I hear about the verses that like, if everything good that's in us comes from God, that means like the faith that we have mm-hmm. comes from God. So yeah. if, like, if by faith through grace we're saved yeah. and like that faith comes from God and that grace comes from God so like yeah. there's nothing in our power that's able to choose God like mm-hmm. oh, gosh what was that quote from the movie Tristan the one that left you thinking about Roman um and he's like if it's not through oh, no yeah. one shows you God you can only know God if someone introduces you to him yeah that's a so that's how that's you think about like you always think like oh what happens to people like in the Amazon forest who don't like mm. have their own language and yeah like it sucks but I mean it's our job to go to them definitely if people can say like oh that does not make God unjust or unfair but we don't deserve it in the first place so, right so it's like if we can't reach them it's it's heartbreaking but we still deserve it anyways mm-hmm. yeah I think it's important to know that, like, God never had to save us in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think, uh, I was watching a YouTube video, and it was of a apologetic, like, speaker, and he was saying, like, a person came up questioning, he said, I didn't ask to, like, exist, so how's it fair for me to not have asked to exist, and yet, like, I have to live this life for christ or like how it was intended and he goes whether you believe in evolution or god like you didn't ask to exist he's like so what what's your objection against god 
it's like this this is a moral objection that you're asking he's like but if you were created from evolution you didn't ask to exist and if you were created from god you didn't ask to exist he's like so who are you to say whether god did it right or not and i was like holy jeez like (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah in like romans 9 he says um are we saying then that God was unfair? Of course not. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. Yeah. We, we don't know his plans. Like, we could, like, think, like, oh. They're they, they never reason. How could they, like, go to hell? Like, right. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's, that's how he is. He's just. It's hard to that sound. That's, that's he's God, yeah. Yeah, he's sovereign, dude. Like, he, uh. I mean, he lays it out in that verse. He's like, I'll show compa- compassion to who I want to go. Sh- I want to show compassion to, and I want I'll show mercy who I want to show mercy to. Mm-hmm. And that's tough to accept. Um, but he's in control, and like, right. I mean, he even says later in the Bible, "My ways are higher above you, your ways." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it comes down to faith. Like, we just gotta trust him. We gotta know that he's doing everything. In the best way that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Jeez, this is a deep. <laughs> this movie, man. That was very deep. They had like, the beginning. Good. I didn't think it was like how so many like deep. Right off the bat, I was like, wow. Yeah. They're going straight into it. Yeah, they were. Later in the movie, we see that he. He's cast away on sea, and then he finds an island and then he lands there and this island has all the necessities that he needs it has food it has water and at this point he thought he was gonna die he was close to dying he was close to dying um it has meerkats for richard parker to eat Um, and i feel like this part of the movie is really trippy because um we see that when he's trying to sleep in the tree that all these fishes come in the water and they're like dead and the island's like consuming these dead fishes and then richard and then um pies in the tray and then he opens a leaf and then there's a tooth there so like we and then there's like a big old close-up of the island or like not close-up but like it zooms uh, out on the island animal, yeah. um and it's it's in the shape of a body and so i think this part of the movie is really trippy and it could definitely be a reflection of sin because it was deceiving and it um, appeared to be able to have all the necessities that pie needs. It can sustain pie, and it can forever, like pie can forever live through this island. Um, so let's read Genesis three. One, two, Genesis, three. we're back. We love Genesis. <laughs> um, Genesis three one through three says, "Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made." He said to the woman. Did God actually say that you shall not eat from any of the trees of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. So sin is very deceiving in the fact that like, it tells us that through sin, we can live forever. Um, through sin, we can be like God. Through sin, we can have, like, this knowledge and this pleasure that we don't quite understand. And we buy into it, just like how Pi, like, looked at the island and was very attracted to what this island had to offer. But then at night is when it consumed 
any living thing. And then that waste, it is very, like, deceiving and then that, and that it consumes us without us really realizing it. And then we start to depend on sin. And then later on, when he's having the flashbacks, he's talking to this, um, what is it, like, a news reporter? It's an author. An author. Um, saying that there was a man who once lived on that island, and that island ended up consuming him. And so he realized right away what the island was doing and was able to escape. Just how we should be able to realize what sin is through mm -hmm. Christ and mm -hmm. escape it as soon as we, we realize what it's doing to us. And like that. Yeah, I think it's important to realize that like we don't know that we're living in sin mm -hmm. until we encounter Christ. Yeah. yeah. Until we encounter how life was intended to live and i mean we see in genesis how life was intended to live um but i think romans 3 is pretty clear paul is writing and he says not one does good not one seeks god and he's speaking on upon all of humanity and i think that's pretty clear uh that man we don't look for god within our own flesh and there's always like this wrestling between our spirit and our flesh after we encounter Christ and everything like that. So it's obvious that our flesh wants us to continue our sin. We want to believe that we know what's best for us. But yet, I mean, it's it's not true. Mm. So that's a hard part to get to. And for Pi, it was life or death, just like us. Yeah, it was. So. <sighs> Man, he lost all his family, dude. He's only mm -hmm. friend? friend? Mm. Which one? Tiger? Tiger. Dear friend. Richard Parker. I think he lived. Angela and Matthew think that he died once until he. I didn't say he, he died. I just said, where are the odds? That's what you said. <laughs> what are the chances of Don't be taking your story Whoa. on him now, Matthew. You said that he died once he went to the forest. But I think that. For the record, <laughs> at 11.48 p.m., I said, no, probably. Probably. It's probably later than that. It's yeah. all like 12, 12.42 a.m. I said, what are the chances? <laughs> I didn't say he died. I just said, what are the chances? I he was pretty weak, Daisy. He was pretty weak. Yeah, for everyone listening, it is 2.12 a.m. <laughs> right now. Um, I just like to point that out. <laughs> Right. The fact that we have been speaking so coherently <laughs> and so well is is like dumbfounding to me. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. Praise be to God. It is nothing that we are doing right now. It is all glory to Him. Um, hallelujah. hallelujah. Come upon me, my brothers, this morning. <laughs> Feel the Holy Spirit. So in the end, um, Pi tells... The author, what like the story? He finished telling the story, and then they tell oh, him how yeah. Japanese interviewed him, and they didn't believe for the, the insurance because they don't understand how the shit, the shit fell. And so he tells him another story, um, the same story that occurs in the movie. However, he replaces the animals with humans. He replaces the zebra in the story with the sailor. The sailor. The hyena with the cook and the orangutan with his mother and described how they all kind of ended up murdering each other in the end. And this is like very... You remember like how about Jesus like said all those parables? Like the parables were like yeah. normal stories you could learn something mm -hmm. from? Mm -hmm. 
But nobody understood them. Yeah, but, but when yeah. people understood them, they like, like the sesame seed. Like, uh... The mustard seed? The mustard seed. Yeah. Farmer with the seeds. Like, you plant it with oh. the soil, you plant it with the rot, the, the, the ground and the and roots. And some it grows, and then some... Like, some... for people, it could be like a normal yeah. story. Like, oh, that's a cool story. Like, yeah, right. But if you understand what he's trying to say, like, people who, like, surround themselves in a good environment will grow more in Christ. It's almost like, uh, in another one, like, Matthew 22 says, Jesus spoke to him again in parables, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who have been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and fattened cattle have been butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off to the field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those who murdered and burned the city. Then he said to the servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited do not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite banquet anyone you find. Mm. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find. The bad as well as the good in the wedding hall was full of guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here with wedding clothes then? The man was speechless. Then the, the king told his attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside in the darkness where he'll be weeping and gashing teeth. For many body but fewer children. Yeah. Like, this seems like a, a really weird story when you understand it. But when you put, like, context, like, like put, like, faces to it. You put, like, the king as God and the servants as, uh, what are they called? Prophets. Yeah, the yeah. Prophets looked, if you look to the Old Testament, the prophets, like, tried people, like, to get convinced of God. And what happened to them? They got the, tortured. And the treated. Jewish people specifically and then the husband is jesus and then we are the wives because they're always yeah. called the wives in the bible right so like that's how i see like that the two stories how like one story is like it could be like some normal thing but if you like understand it deeply like using the symbolism of it you could see like how what different meanings it could bring yeah i think uh i mean in there he says like these certain guests were invited and yet they didn't want to come mm -hmm. So since they didn't want to come, he tells the servants, go and look out for whoever wants to come. Um, I think it's important to realize that when Jesus came, he first came for the Jews, for the house of Israel. And since they rejected him, he then opened the covenant to the Gentiles, to everybody uh, in the world. And man, that's that's a story that, I mean, the, the insurance people did, said like, Look, we believe your story, but people, other people aren't going to believe it. So make it, make it believable. Jesus didn't make his story believable. He said, everything that you're expecting of me, everything that you're expecting of the, the Messiah, everything that's going to come, it's not going to be believable. Like, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to tell you that everything that you read and everything you were expecting, I'm flipping it upside down. Because you read it wrong and it's not mm -hmm. actually how it's going to be. Like, he said, I mean, he took a beating, dude. He took death. He took death. This is the king that we worship. He said, I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Like, Alpha and Omega, I'm the lowest and I'm also the highest. That's, that is crazy. He said, <laughs> he said that the meek will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Not the, not the, not the rich, not the, not the people who think that they're the most righteous or anything like that. So, he really came and he just said, like, 
everything that you guys think how it's going to be it's, it's not going to be that way and i think that's that's kind of what the insurance people are getting to pie in the movie they're like look dude like yeah we believe it because there's no other way that he could have survived that yeah it was what 227 days 272 days yeah out at sea yeah and they're like other people aren't gonna believe this you need to make it believable but jesus didn't conform to all these other Mm -hmm. people he's like this is how it was supposed to be and this is how he submitted to the father and he said i only sit i only spoke what i think they say later the disciples and everything that he only spoke what the father told him to say he submitted to the authority of the father so that's wild Go off, Daisy. Go off. What you got? Oh, I was going to say something very similar. <laughs> My fault. My fault. No, no, it's okay. No problem. I Green love it. I love it. Like yeah, it's the gospel, man. Um, Ends it there. It's gospel, man. It's the gospel, dude. We can see the gospel through the life of Pi in that, like, he's a storyteller trying to tell us that his story, in a way, glorifies God. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's what the, the four Gospels were. Like, they were trying to tell a story that, um... <laughs> they were trying to tell a story where they witnessed the life of Jesus. <laughs> and they were telling the story in a way that tells others about the glory of God, you know? And a lot of people chose not to believe them because it turned their world upside down. Like, Paul, he would go to these different villages and acts and he would tell the gospel of Jesus and what he was about and what he came here for and what that should mean in our lives. And the people, like, literally stoned him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they threw stones at him? Is they, that what you mean? They, got they it, got it. Okay, okay. They threw stones at him because what he was preaching was so revolutionary. Mm. Um, and Jesus' teachings were revolutionary. Just as Pi's story was unbelievable and these Japanese didn't really believe what he was trying to preach to them. And they would question, because they would question their beliefs, but it was the truth, and the gospel was the truth. And it's crazy, but it was the truth that it was meant to turn people to God, just as he started the story when Pi was telling the author that, or the author was telling Pi that the story that he's going to tell is going to point him to God. Like, mm. are you ready to tell me a story that's going to like make me believe in God? Right, right, And he was like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Like, this whole story that he was telling was meant to, was meant to point him to God. This is the Gospels are written in order for us to point, um, be pointed to Jesus. Yeah. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says, like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. To point, I mean, the Israelites and everybody had a kind of an idea. I mean, Genesis three fifteen, we see the promise of somebody who's going to come and crush yeah, the serpent's yeah. head. We saw the idea of uh, there was going to be like an atonement for the sin. They were waiting for this one to come, and in the Old Testament, we see that they're giving sacrifice after sacrifice of like animals. Obviously, this these animals can fully atone for their sin. It was more of like a temporal, like a little cover-up type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, there's a difference between like uh, covering up the sin and taking it away mm-hmm. completely. And Jesus was that final sacrifice that took it all away. So I think it's really cool how Pi says, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like to get you to believe me, I'm not there yet. <laughs> and so I think God was even saying that in like, have faith in me, trust in me, be patient. It's on my timing. I know what I'm doing. I know how the 
it's all going to come out. Right. And the full sacrifice has not come yet. And we see Abraham, Moses, Noah, Joshua, all these people throughout the Old Testament who just have this faith of he's going to provide the full mm-hmm. sacrifice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a really cool point that you brought up. Um, you guys got anything? Anything more? Everything. All right. Well, this is Life of Pi. We finished at 2.22 a.m. It's Saturday, huh? Saturday, March 13th. Um, Thank you for listening. March 13th? You get something off now, man. March 13th. Saturday, March 13th. She's going after two weeks. Thank you for listening. Um, We appreciate you guys. Next movie we'll be covering is The Legend of the Falls. It was made, what, like 1994, I think? Something like that. Exactly. Exactly 1994. Yeah. I remember seeing it on your phone. And, yeah, so... So Legends of the Fall is what we'll be covering. Uh, we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us. 95. Uh, 95? <laughs> no, 94. 95? Dude. 94, release 95? date, January 13th, 1995. Dude, mine's in 1994. <sighs> when you finally first released, like, the trailer. It's debatable. It's up in the air. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> um... Truly, we just want to create this podcast to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Share our view of the gospel point light into the gospel throughout everyday life throughout uh secular cinematography so we appreciate you guys listening to us and we hope that we have been able to do that not because of who we are but because of who christ is and what he has done in us uh so yeah thank you for your time we love you guys and yeah and we'll look forward to legends of the fall episode nine